just as some canned uh, thing, but that he wanted me to come and just speak from my heart for a moment. And I want to start with uh, Isaiah 7.14, which is very much an Advent scripture. The Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall come and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. From there, I want to go to 1 John 4.13 in the English Standard Version. So we have come to know and to believe the love God has for us. God is love, and whoever abides in love lives in God, and God abides in him. So, just to try to illustrate a little bit that last scripture in particular, I was traveling solo, not on the way back. There were people that had been on the trip from other places that were on the flights coming back. But going, I was going in a day early, and I had been taken off the waiting list and added in late. So it was an unusual connecting situation. So I was traveling solo to go. And uh, the unfortunate travel arrangements had me in Newark, New Jersey, and flying from there to San Paulo. There was a disturbance on the plane in Newark. So (laughs) So we spent a couple of hours in the plane on the ground. And eventually the problems were taken care of. And... um, When we got in the air, the pilot announced the time we would arrive in San Paulo. And it was obvious I would be missing my domestic flight to Fortaleza. And that would be the point at which my nature would be to panic and get scared. (laughs) Because that potentially would mean I'm flying into one of the busiest airports in South America that a Brazilian friend has already said is very confusing and very busy. And I may have to overnight there. And I'm going to miss my connections for transportation out of the other airport to the hotel. So my norm would be to panic. But since I know that I know that God has said you are to do this trip, I figure it might be a better plan just to calm myself (laughs) and talk to him about it. And so I did that, and he spoke very clearly to me. And he said, walk with me. Walk with me. You know, I think we are very aware of the salvation message. We are very aware that Jesus has come to save us. We are very aware that we've been transferred from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. But sometimes we're not as connected to what it means from there to what that's all about. And he was summing it up with, walk with me. Don't ask me to walk with you. You walk with me. So I made the decision, yes, sir, I will do that. (laughs) And thank you for telling me what to do. From there, throughout the trip, I heard that time after time. When I got to the airport there, they gave us instructions that we would find uh, a little booth for each of the different domestic people that actually were (coughs) a different terminal, but they'd have somebody there to figure out what to do about the misconnection. 
And sure enough, once I picked up luggage, found that person, and within five minutes, I was rebooked on a different domestic airline and was only going to lose two hours. But that was only the beginning of walking with him that day. Because from there, all of a sudden, I noticed a couple that I think have been on the same plane, who I'm assuming maybe have missed their flight as well, and this airport is busy and confusing, and I catch up to them and say, can I walk with you? You seem to know where you're going. And thankfully, they not only were going exactly where I was going, they were Brazilian, they were very familiar with the airport, and they were fluent in English. And they just took care of me from that. They were a married couple, radiologist, had just been in the U.S. for a conference they do every year, had missed their flight as well, was being booked at a later time than I was, <coughs> but just took me <laughs> and said, you're going to the VIP lounge with us. And I was so tired by that point, the overnight flight, but they so refreshed my spirit. And when it was time for me to catch my flight, she walked with me, spoke in Brazilian to someone with the airline, stood me in exactly where I needed to stand, <laughs> and hugged me goodbye, and I prayed for her, and that was walking with Jesus. I want to give one more illustration that's since I've been back. Anastasia is doing um, a part of a team of 24-hour care of a elderly lady who's been declining somewhat rapidly. And Anastasia is very compassionate, and she was terribly stressed three or four mornings ago, just worried about the lady and worried about her care. And, of course, she's leaving January 1. And God gave me just a picture. Can I get you to come up here just a minute? I didn't warn her, so she's not going to be happy with me. I know nothing else. Okay. It's all good. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Just stand here. Okay. So most of you know that we adopted Anastasia when she was 11. And some of you that were there at the time remember when she got off the airplane. And remember that she looked about six and was just a little waif of a girl and not the healthiest in the world. Mm. And as I was talking to her the other morning and remembering what the Lord had been sharing with me, he flashed a picture in my mind. And that picture was of the first trip to Russia mm. when the decision was made. And I said to her, I will be your mother. When Greg and I came back, in spite of all the horrible things that she had gone through prior to that, she put her hand in my hand, and she just trusted me. She knew that I would be her mother, that she was safe, and that we would take care of her. And that's what Jesus is saying to us, and that's love. Mm -hmm. yes. to put your hand in his hand mm -hmm. and walk with him. And then as he's abiding in you and you're abiding in him, 
you will love others mm -hmm. and nurture and care for them with his love. Not yours, but his. I won't tell you what he said to me. We don't let those kind of words in I guess the last one is done Christmas Eve.